Eric, as soon as I finish yawning, I'm going to pour ideas all over you. <laughs> I'm going to pull out a chalice full of liquid ideas. What do you mean? Podcast ideas? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Podcast ideas for our show. This show, Podcast versus Podcast. Podcast versus podcast. podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. And I'm Piers Ray, and this is our podcast. This is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. Sorry, Piers has something to say. I, just, I, I apologize. I, I said this is our podcast. This is our temporary podcast our interim yeah this podcast. is a stopgap this is our stopgap podcast yeah um so we're going to take turns pitching podcasts to each other and at the end of the episode we're going to vote on which podcast we thought was the better one uh and the the winning podcast becomes our new podcast and we can finally end this one but if it's a tie we're gonna have to keep doing this one sometimes we sometimes not that there's anything wrong with that nothing wrong not that there's with anything wrong with that it's just getting a little stale we're almost at 400 episodes a little stale a little stale you 400 feel... episodes nothing gets stale at 400 episodes no, yeah it gets do you feel gets do you actually feel episodes. that the show has become stale no of course not it's for comedic effect well, I'm not it's laughing. For humorous. Eric. I'm not laughing, Eric. It's for humorous effect. Well, maybe you should try using just, something humorous next time you want to use something for humorous. It was more of a humble break, to be well, honest, because I just wanted to point out that we have almost 400 episodes. Well, I'm really glad you insulted me uh, in the process, because that's how <laughs> I felt, I that's how that felt to me. Are you ready for me to pitch pitch you a podcast? Absolutely. So I'm pitching you a podcast called Chapo Trap House. But not problematic. I am... Uh, oh, don't do this again. Is this another pod... Someone else's podcast? Yeah. Have you never heard of Chapo Trap House? I have not heard of Chapo Trap House. Um, or here's is the thing. It, sorry. Is it Chapo or Chavo? Chapo Trap House. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I pitched uh, an idea a few weeks ago called come town but not problematic we got a lot of negative feedback we got a that. lot of we got two mean comments <laughs> we and got I did two not care mean for comments and it's it very quickly became within a day or maybe two days it became our most popular episode just because people love come town so much and don't know who we are yeah so they thought we would be talking about come town instead of we ended up just talking about the definition of problematic yeah, and I also is mainly a, uh, an episode where I talked about how I'd never listened to this podcast, and then I was talking shit about it anyways, which I think a lot of people appreciated. I know those two people certainly did. Yeah, one of them called us a homophobic slur, which was <laughs> especially great, delightful. He he was like, these guys say that my favorite podcast is problematic. Better call them a homophobic slur. <laughs> Better call them something problematic. Oh, no. I kicked the mic. But that's nothing against Comtown. That's against... Um, that's about their fans. fans Comtown has the worst fans. Obviously. I, obviously. I feel... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot more people came to us and just said quietly to themselves, oh, this has nothing to do with Comtown, and then left after pressing play. In which case, thank you. We're sorry we weren't what Thanks you expected. Thanks for boosting the numbers. Yeah, exactly, though. So... Big ups. But here's the main thing, all right? Chapo Trap House is even bigger than Cumtown, and it shares a lot of the same audience. Let me ask you this. You know anything about Chapo Trap no, House? No, that's the other... I was going to listen to Trapo Trap House, but then I thought, I think part of what made the Cumtown episode that we pitched so great was that I'd never heard Cumtown before. And neither have I. And I've also heard, never heard Chapo Trap House. Though now I feel like I got to listen to both of them at least once just to see what... I hear they're What's very good. That, well, what is Chapo Trap House? I hate it's a, it's a politics I hate podcast. Saying this name, I don't understand it. What is Chapo? It's Chapo Trap House. What is a Chapo? I don't know. I don't I'm, listen okay. to the podcast. Well, you tell us a little bit more about the podcast while it's I a, Google what the word Chapo. It's a politics podcast. Um, yeah, 
Come on, man. It's also funny. Come on, man. Like, pol- any any particular focus in politics? Well, American politics, I think. I don't know. Listen, okay. this is the important part of the... I'm saying I am calling Chapo Trap House problematic without ever listening to it. That's what I'm doing here, right? Look, I'm trying to get traffic. Okay, I am going... So, it's a reference to the drug kingpin, Chapo. Right. That would have been a useful bit of information to give out at some point. So it's an American politics and humor podcast hosted by Will Meneker, Matt Chrisman, and Felix Biederman. Co-hosts Amber Ali Frost and Virgil Texas. Oh, Virgil Texas. Virgil Texas. Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Virgil Texas. That's delightful. That I bet that I bet Virgil is the problematic one. So we're, I'm just pitching Chapel Trap House, but that's not problematic. So it's got a cult following, got, got a bunch of praise coming up to the U.S. election. Uh, not really. I mean, it's it's pretty long, 60 to 80 minutes. That's all I'm willing to learn about this. Whoa, they've had some amazing guests. Tim Heidecker has been on this show. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's, I hear it's a very good show. You did not say that. You no, never I, mentioned that Tim Heidecker was on. Well, I never mentioned Tim Heidecker, no. I have mentioned that I heard it was a very good show. I would love to hear this uh, to hear this show. Well, you I, mean Chapel Trap House, but not problematic? Uh, well, no, no. I don't think there's anything problematic about this. It's a left-leaning political show. But the, the, now, the uh, left, you're right. The left you're right. You're absolutely too? right. I, as soon as it left my mouth, I realized the the Evidence problem by... with my definition right. of problematic in this situation. I just, I do feel I, like I'm problematic all the time. We are both and I'm problematic. I'm on the left. You are. You are far left. I am. Whereas I'm just so slightly right of center. Yeah, you're a fascist. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a fascist dictator in the vein of Mussolini. And that's what makes our dynamic work so well. The fascist and the freak. A fascist and the freak. Um, so here's the thing. Chapo Trap House, they're problematic. I have no basis for saying it because I've never listened to them. Of course. But uh, I'm saying that they're problematic and hopefully this episode gets tons of listens because of it. I really hope a lot of people are coming in here. I hope I, if you are listening, I'm so sorry that we have nothing to say about your favorite show because well, neither of us has listened to I, it i hear that it's very good and i am going to start listening to it now I've, I've been intending to listen to it for a while i just heard about this show a few minutes ago but i gotta say all i've heard about it are good things yeah uh, there are rumors going around that it's a little bit problematic but yeah i heard that virgil texas is a racist I, with a name like texas you'd have to be and i i heard that it's not he doesn't say any ver- any racist stuff in the show, right. but he tweets racist stuff outside the show, and so you don't really want to listen to a show that features someone like that. Now, see, I can't tell if this is real or not. It's not real. I'm just saying it. Oh, you're just saying it. I'm he just does, saying He doesn't it, yeah. actually do that outside the show. I have no idea. He could. See, but when, what I'm pitching is Chapo Trapos identical, except I can guarantee you that there's no racist stuff being tweeted out outside the show. I don't think you can guarantee that. I can guarantee it. How can you guarantee that you will never say or do anything problematic? Um, How can any person in I on the face it. of the planet guaranteed. really make that promise? I just guaranteed it. Boom. Right. Bing, bang, boom. Okay. Well, I throw your guarantee out the window. Hey, no, hold on. I'll just guarantee it again. You're gonna sl- Nope. Uh, Slam the window after it. I guarantee it. Bing, bang, boom. Okay. Let me just whoosh, reopen that window. Ka-chah, grab hey, that hold on. Don't guarantee. Do that. And whoosh, there it goes. Back out the window. Hey, I guarantee it. I'll never Sorry. say or do anything oh, problematic. Glad I left that window open. Let me just grab all your further guarantees. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang. And there they go. Slam that window down. No more guarantees, Eric. You can't keep those guarantees. It's a hollow promise. That's like me saying, hey, Eric, I promise you that the sun 
will never devour the earth. It's not the same thing at all. It is exactly the same thing. No, it would be like you saying, Eric, I promise you that I will never devour the earth, right? Now, you have no control over the sun. Yeah, just like you have no control over the definition of problematic. It varies from person to person. But I I have control over my actions. And so I can look at this person and say... Here's what they think is problematic. I can look at this person and say, here's what they think is problematic. No, I just won't do either of those things. You cannot tell that. And you cannot do that for every person. Sooner or later, you will say something that to you is not problematic, but to someone else it is. No, because I'll do my research. And Guarantee it. You're bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Oh, I gotta, I not, I'm not opening that window again, but I am going to just crush that, crush that guarantee under the heel of my boot. All right. Like a Texan. Like a te- like a Virgil Texan. Yeah, exactly. God, I love that name. Oh, Virgil Texas. Yeah. Good for you, man. From, so, from one guy with a, a cool, unique name to another, you are crushing it. Do you have a podcast pitch that will generate as much uh, outrage and listens as mine did? Uh, mine won't generate outrage. What the hell did I just say? Mine won't generate outrage, but it will generate about a million listens an episode. It's a little something called mouthfeel okay like the uh like the neil sasirga um no idea mixtape no no nothing like that how do you say neil sasirga neil sasirga neil sasirga neil sasirga the Mm. animator slash musician slash cool dude slash nerd nerd hero um yeah no no i'm talking about the texture and consistency of food once it's in your mouth right for example if you're eating a nice dry french baguette it's got a little uh little crispness to it that vanishes the longer it stays in your mouth a little bit of crunch a little bit of flakiness if it's yeah, good i don't like any of that but that see that's the thing though this the show is just about us placing foods in our mouth and categorizing the mouthfeel of each of them okay what? okay what not all my shows are made for an audience, Eric. Some of my shows are just for me. <laughs> and I like to categorize things. And I've been thinking lately a lot about mouthfeel and the way that different things taste. And not so much taste, how they feel hmm. in my mouth. Hmm. And I want to share that with the world. Okay. I'm excited. Great. Do you have any foods that you would love the mouthfeel of? Like, say, some wet mushrooms. Hmm. Here's what I love the mouthfeel of. Cardboard. <clears throat> yes. Cardboard sandwich on French baguette. With okay. mayo. With excessive mayo. I would love to talk about the mouthfeel of that. Here's something. Here's a little mouthfeel I'd like to experience. Right. Handful of ants. Okay. How does that feel? Um, you have to. You can't just say a handful of ants. Why not? Well, everyone's hands are different. Okay. A, That's problematic. A Piers Ray hand-sized handful of ants. Okay. Which is about two scoops. <laughs> okay. That's two scoops of ants that fit in my hand. We're right. Just... If you use your hand, it's one scoop. <laughs> no. Consider that. No, but two scoops fits into my one hand scoop. If you use your hand to scoop them. Eric, tell me something else you want to put in your mouth. I have a um, suspicion. I would say one ant, one single ant. That's even better than what I... That's, funnily enough, one ant is still one scoop. Yeah, if you use, you gotta, if, if you're careful. No, no, no. Even if I use a normal size scoop yeah. and put it in my hand after, I still got to pick that ant up. So it doesn't matter if the scoop's full or not, right? A half full scoop is still a scoop. Well, I would just pinch it, like take it out of the out of the bucket. <sighs> it, they're in a bucket, right? 
No, we're just picking them up off the ground. Where yeah. do you have a bucket of ants? <laughs> what? Do you not have a bucket of ants? Not anymore. Not since I got up to go to the washroom in the middle of the night and I kicked it over. Don't keep it next to your bed, people. I need a bucket of ants to refill my ant farm whenever I get a new ant farm or something happens to one of my old ant farms. That's a really good point. But see, I like wild ants. Domesticated ants just don't have the same personality, the same character. The same vibe. Exactly. Like a a wild ant is full of piss and vinegar. They're out there. They're scrapping. They're making things happen. A domesticated ant, it knows where its grass seed is coming from. But here's the thing, right? You catch more ants with sugar, with honey, than with vinegar. So. Okay. You know what? That's another great mouthfeel. A mixture of honey and vinegar. Oh. How's that feel in your mouth? Not good. Well, I, it won't taste good, but we're not just here to talk about taste. We're talking about no the mouth mouthfeel. You think vinegar and honey together is going to make a good mouthfeel? No, but I'm I'm interested in an interesting mouthfeel. Oh, okay. How I about this? I didn't say we had to find good mouthfeels. No, okay, great. How about uh, a couch cushion? The whole couch cushion? No, just a mouth-sized, Eric mouth-sized portion. Well, so my I, entire mouth is full of cushion. If we really worked at it, we could probably fit a normal cushion in there. I, I doubt it. I really don't think so. You're a big guy. I think you're it would tall. take me. Well, yeah, I am tall and I am quite large. And your mouth? Well, you're not. I don't think of you as a large guy. I just think of you as like a like a linebacker type. You, you wouldn't call linebacker types large? No. I'd call them tall. I would never go up to someone and say, you are a large person, aren't well, you? <laughs> maybe you've never met a large person. That's rude. That's if I ran, rude. If I run into Yao Ming on the street, yeah. and he goes, Piers, Piers, it's me, Yao Ming. It's Good me, to see Yao you Ming. again. I'm Famous not going to go. player. I, exactly. I'm not going to go. And Chinese national. I'm not going to say, Yao Ming, Good to see you. You're looking large today. That's rude. Well, it's. He knows he's large. I don't need to <laughs> confirm or deny. Right, but if you're saying, if you're describing someone's size, I think it's okay to call someone large. Oh, yeah? Like myself, I'm large. I, frankly, I think that's problematic. I'm actually extra large. I think that's a very problematic, Eric. It's a good thing that we're not doing a podcast that's uh, guaranteed to not be problematic. Well, none of these are. I'm just saying that, like, if you were identifying someone for the police, you've just been brutally stabbed on a street corner, and Mm. it was by a large person... Are hmm. you really going to single them out for that, knowing the difficulties that large people go through in society? Uh, if it helps the police catch this person? No. I'm going to say, yeah, he was large. You know what? It does help them catch him. Because any, any information you can give them really does help quite a bit. Yeah. But uh, I, I do think you're a terrible person for, for ratting him out. On no, the, it's okay. I'm large, on, too. On the basis, that doesn't that's not an excuse. It is an excuse. No, it's not, Eric. You're not large, so you don't understand. Belonging, we have a bit of a community. You can't. Belong, you can't say that you're allowed to um, savagely abuse a particular group of people just because you happen to be part of that. I just did. That's like, all right, well, he's got me there. There, are, There's only things that happen and the things that don't happen. <laughs> That's true. There is no right or wrong. What else would you want to feel? Oh, in my mouth? Yeah. Oh, there's so many things I want to feel in my mouth. Um, you know the inside lining of your mouth? Yeah. I'd like to feel someone else's mouth lining <laughs> inside my own mouth. That's gross. Like I'd like if we could just cut out the inside of somebody's cheeks and put them in the inside of my cheeks. I'm going to vote could, for like, my episode. Run my tongue on the I'm going to vote for my pitch. What? Why? What are you talking about? First of all, yours is gross. No, 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 no. Second of all, mine is going to generate so many listens. Listen, just I got a few more ideas. Okay. You're going to like some of these. Okay, you know your tongue. Yeah. What if your tongue 
was inside someone else's tongue. Like I took your tongue, which is probably larger than mine, and I wore it on my tongue like a tongue glove. Yeah, how that's would, gross. How would that feel? That would be gross. Let me throw another one at you. Teeth. Different teeth. I don't I don't like where you're going with this, Pierce. You take all we do, all we do is we take a cat's paw. You know what a cat's paw is? A paw of a cat? No, 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 no. Like the tool. It's it's like a little combination tack hammer slash pry bars with a, with a couple different ends on it. And it, you just can use it to pull out nails. You can use it to wedge things open. You can use it to remove teeth from a mouth and then replace <laughs> them with other teeth. Like, say, a jaguar's teeth. Okay. Um, this is pretty fucked up. Okay. It's not that effed up. Watch your mouth, Cussman. Um, are you saying you wouldn't want to know what it feels like to have a whale's teeth inside your mouth? No. What about just one whale tooth? I know no. they're, I know they're big. I know they're no. big. No. Okay, what if, no. Think, think about Are you going to vote or are you, or. Yeah, I'm voting for mine, mine, obviously. Okay. So it's a tie. I don't want to talk about anything else in anybody's mouths. All right. I promise. Not to talk about having two big whale teeth. And so it's just two, like one tooth on top, one tooth on bottom. And you just have to mash everything together. <laughs> I think that would be so rad. I think that would be so rad. <laughs> thanks for thanks for not talking about that. You What, what you would do is you'd put it uh, where your tongue goes normally. <laughs> and in that hollow space on the top of your mouth. And then you could just set like an item on top of the single big tooth. And... <laughs> So that's my whole idea. So I guess you don't want to experience this kind of beautiful thing. So whatever. That's rad. I'm I'm done. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to find us online, we're at Podcast VS on most social media platforms. You can drop us a review on iTunes. That would actually be great. Let people know that you enjoyed the show. Just hit us up anyway. Um, oh, we like man. hearing back from people. If you got a pitch, send it to us and we'll, uh, we'll give you credit, read it out, and uh, talk about... Well, usually what happens if you send us a pitch is whoever pitches it votes for you. Yeah. And then the other person uh, usually votes for their own idea. But that's that's just because nobody's pitched the perfect podcast yet. Um, if you have a homophobic slur that you want to call us, go just, ahead and just send that yeah, in. Just do it. We don't care. I care a little bit, but... I cared a little bit that they are a, that much of a bad person. But then I was like, I'm like, who is, who is this person? You know, who does that? <laughs> Who's, who is this animal? Anyways. Anyways, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.